This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Threadless. More importantly, the Comics Fun Profit shop on Threadless at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com where you can find, oh, about half a dozen different designs, plenty of Comics for Fun and Profit themed merch. If you just want a t-shirt, you're good. And if you want sweatshirts or other swaggy items, man, you can get anything. Phone cases, shower curtains. It runs the gamut. Skateboards, I think. <laughs> so check that out. Uh, we've already sold several. We're excited about the fact that the folks that want to support us in this way are able to and uh, wear our merch out into in the real world. That's pretty exciting stuff. So... Uh, yeah, get your comics for fun and profit, branded items at comicsfunprofit.threadless.com. Aloha, it's Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I will be interviewing a friend of the show, James Aquilon. He is an editor, writer, a Bram, Bram Stoke Award nominee, and a two-time Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Winner. He won for Best Graphic Novel for Koshak, the 50th Anniversary Graphic Novel, and for Best Classic Horror Fiction, Monsters Unleashed. James is here to promote his latest Kickstarter, Dead Detectives Society. This campaign starts on May 31st and ends on June 22nd. Um, and also, too, please check out um, James's website, monstrousbook.com this is where you can pick up the koshak graphic novel hardcover trade um there's limited prints t-shirts and the one-shot comic you also can pick up classic monsters unleashed and his dead jack series also shakespeare unleashed is available for pre-order on his website so if you guys get a chance please check that out james welcome back to comics for fun and profit podcast how are you doing today i'm doing great jason thanks for having me back no, thank you very much. And I want to congratulate you on winning two... No, I'm going to try to... Hopefully I pronounce it correctly. R Rondo Awards, is that correct? Yeah, Rondo Hatton. Okay. And then um, for listeners, can, can you just briefly describe what the award, award is? And um, were you able to attend that event? Um, the, well, the, the Rondo Hatton Awards are like, they're given out for like classic horror. So... Um... So I put out a book called Classic Monsters Unleashed. It was all about Classic Monsters. It was perfectly, uh, you know, uh, suited for for uh, the Rondos um, and uh, Kolchak too, uh, which deals with classic horror. But um, yeah, it's voted on by the fans. So I was really surprised that I won two uh, awards, and we were up against some uh, some big name people. Um, and we were actually up against Steve Niles for best graphic uh, uh, presentation. I think it's called. Um, I think we, a lot of the people who were in the Kolchak book were also uh, nominated. Uh, uh -huh. Kim Newman was nominated for for our best uh, classic horror fiction too. So I was really surprised that we won, and I was told that it was like one of the biggest turnouts too for the for the uh, Ronald Hatton um, voting. Uh, so like I think like over five thousand people voted. Wow, that's really nice. And like I said, congratulations. Then. Um... I'm just like, were you able to attend this event or was it like a virtual event or? Well, they actually announced the winners before and then they're going to hand out the awards at WonderCon um, June 10th, I think. Um, nice. 
So, which is nice. So, um, you know, you don't have to attend the award show if you don't yeah. win. So, you know it beforehand. So, now, um, I don't know. I'm thinking about driving to Kentucky. Oh, now. my. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. so that'd be cool. Yes. Um, that would be really nice. And listeners, um, the Koshak graphic novel, I mean, me and James go way back to like last year. I mean, we are already talking about this, our love for Koshak. I I had to get the hardcover with um James Orway's um incredible co- I had to and when I got it, oh my god, it's 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 a fantastic graphic novel. We'll talk a little bit more about that later because I want to start um, because we need to focus on um the um Dead Detective Society Kickstarter and, and we'll come back to the Koshak and the classic Monsters Unleashed book um, later in the interview. Um, now, before we begin this interview, I want to give a big shout out to Hannah Bahedri at Superfan Promotions for setting up this interview. And Hannah, thank you very much for doing this. And thank you for giving me um, an early press release to describe what the um, uh, this campaign is about. So Hannah, thank you very much. James, I'm going to ask, would you like to add anything to this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, James, where can listeners follow you on social media? Yeah. Hey, you can go to monstrousbooks.com. Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter on the James Aquilone. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, all right, let's just jump right into Dead Detective Society. What is this new anthology about? Well, um, we were talking about Kolchak, and I think this is very um, kind of um, connected because... Um, I have a character called Dead Jack, Zombie Detective. That was when I did my first Kickstarter in 2016. Mm-hmm. To, uh, kickstart the the first novel. So, um, so I had this character who was a zombie detective, and I wrote the first story uh, years ago, like in like 2006. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love detective fiction, and I just wanted to do something weird. So my my idea was just, well, what's like the weirdest type of detective I can come up with? So I came up with zombies mm-hmm. and this is back in 2005 so it was like just right before like the Colorado Hall like zombie renaissance began yes. like the walking dead um i think that's around the time like uh the, the dawn of the dead remake came out and uh, yes. 20 years later so i thought i was really original with that i thought oh no one has a zombie detective uh so years later i didn't do anything with the story for for, for many years i just filed it away and then around 2011, I was finally getting serious about my writing career. So I thought maybe I will, you know, submit it to see if I can get it published. But before I did that, I said, let me see if anyone else has like a zombie detective so I don't look like I'm ripping them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I Googled it. And and funny enough, one of the first hits I got was um, Tim Wagner. Yes. He has a zombie detective series. It was called Necropolis. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I, that's what I had named my world, Necropolis. Oh wow! Why is a good reason for me to uh, to Google it? So I changed it to Pandemonium. <laughs> I saw I saw all like similarities. I said, oh man, there are other zombie detectives. And then I found Dan Shamble, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin J. Anderson's um, zombie detective. I was like, oh okay, I wasn't as original as I thought. Uh, <laughs> But then fast forward a few years, and then I'm working with Tim Wagner uh, 
who was in Classic Monsters Unleashed. He was in yes. the Colchak uh, graphic novel. He was in he's in Shakespeare Unleashed as well. Yes. And I, you know, I've done some work with uh, Kevin J. Anderson as well. Oh, so okay. over the years, many people would always, you know, compare my Dead Jack to Dan. They go, oh, is this, you know, or, or, or accusing me of ripping uh, off like Dan Shamble. Oh, uh-huh. so I said, no, it'd be a cool idea if I just do a, an anthology. Yes. Find all these zombie detectives. And then um, then I like, expanded the idea and said, like, why don't we just add more supernatural detectives? And, and then, um, you know, I worked with Nancy Collins, too, and she has yes. uh, Sonia Blue, yes. who's a fire slayer, but she also, you know, investigates crimes and stuff. So I said, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Get all of these... Um, these characters have already been around for a while and combine them into one book, but also maybe the other half of the book could be, um, I'd like to encourage more writers to create mm-hmm. type of characters, these um, supernatural detectives. But, um, you know, there, there are a few of these, like I said, the zombie detectives, but it, it's a still a pretty small z- subgenre. So yes. it'd be cool with these books to, to highlight these characters that are already out there but also to kind of, you know, expand the the, the genre and, and create more of these characters. So that's that was the, the basis of, of the idea behind Dead Detective Society. And then you've already met, you've already mentioned, you know, you um you have Tim Wagner, Kevin J. Anderson, Nancy Collins. Um, who else is contributing to this book? We got Steve Niles. Um, mm-hmm. Niles has the Cal McDonald and uh, Moloch uh, story. So. Uh, so that was perfect. So I was mm-hmm. I was looking around for for other writers um, that had these these characters, and um, I worked with John Jennings. John Jennings did um, some work on on Kolchak too. <clears throat> he did a short story in the prose um, uh, section, mm-hmm. and he did an illustration. And um, but I originally knew him. He 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 has a zombie detective called um, oh it's like Half Dead Frank or something. Uh, Blue Hand Mojo, and he, and it's it, he did a couple of graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perfect. Um, but he said he couldn't use the character because it was like a um on the license for something else. Mm. And then he showed me this other character he has, and it's called um Saul Wen, Halloween Detective. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's amazing the artwork he he did with that, and it's it's really cool. And they told me the concept of it, and I was like, this is amazing. And he he hadn't done anything with it though. He hadn't done any um, stories. He just had some sketches. So I said, all right, mm-hmm. let's do that. I mean, uh, so um, so he's going to do a story. Uh, it will be the first um, Soul Wen uh, Halloween detective story will be in, in, in this um, book. And then I asked John to do the cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did this amazing cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, so it was just incredible how a lot of this kind of came together. So it was either I was either finding people who also had these type of characters or, or finding um, like new characters. We, we had David Avalone. Yes. Uh, came on board and he came up with this amazing idea for uh, Nick Carter. Mm-hmm. Nick Carter, one of the oldest detectives, fictional detectives. Um, the first Nick Carter um, story came out like a year before Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick Nick Carter. Uh, like they were like pulp, um, detective stories. Yes, and it started like in eighteen eighty six. Wow. And he's, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's been around a long time. And, and he told me his father, Michael Avalone, 
wrote um these Nick Carter books in like the 60s mm-hmm. turned Nick Carter into like a, a James Bond mm-hmm. uh, type of character. So he came up with this idea where they would reanimate Nick Carter. Yeah. Kind of like Captain America, like after like like 20 years or so, he's reanimated, he brought back to life in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. Continue uh, you know, on his uh his adventures. So and that's a really amazing story too. So uh, it was it really turned out really well. That's pretty cool. That is so cool. Um, let's see. I wanna um I wanna go over some of the um other um writers um characters and, and please feel free to add, you know, and explain, you know, to listeners like where you know, where do they first appear, whether in comics or books, but like also to like um Tim Wagner. Tim Wagner's um detective um Matt Richer is a zombie detective. Mm-hmm. Right? So correct and then help um help me on this with this character appeared in some of Tim's novels or comics or um I think there were three novels that were, I think it's called the Necropolis series. Mm-hmm. Um and um I don't think he's done um one of the books in a while. So he has okay. there has been like a Matt Richter um story for a while and i think there are a few short stories yes but um i think he did that earlier on in his career okay so so there are three um necropolis um books out there somewhere okay and we'll probably have through the kickstarter uh some of these books like the necropolis books and, and and have them signed too from from the authors Oh, nice. Okay, that's really nice. Steve Niles sent me like a whole box of his books, signed like all like like six or so uh, Cal McDonald books. So that was cool. Well, that's pretty nice. Um, another detective. Now I'm hoping. Hopefully, I got this correct. Is it Jinji Fox by uh, yes. Rena Mans- Mason? Mason, yeah. Yes. So is um has this character appeared in um any other short stories or novels? Yeah, she was in the, they she had done um an anthology called Black Cranes. That's right. Yes. Which go um stories from um from a, Asian women. And um so I don't think it, it I don't think in the story she was necessarily um like a detective or a private investigator, mm-hmm. but then she made her into which was this is also really I just read it the other, uh the other night. So she's like um she's like a death investigator. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> It, and it takes place in like um, 1906, uh, San Francisco. Oh, nice! Right before the uh, the earthquake happened, so so it's a really interesting story that ha- it, it, that in- involves Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like the uh, like uh, she's a, a fox spirit. So it's, there's a lot of like 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 Chinese like uh, mythology and stuff in that story. Oh, so that's that sounds, cool. That sounds pretty cool. I'm gonna ask. You know, is there um. Is there any other writers? Um, because that, I, I know I know there was a list of writers that I saw. Is there any other writers and their characters you want to mention during this interview that appear in this uh, book? <laughs> we talked about both of them. Uh, well, my I'll have a Dead Jack story in there too. Uh, yes. A new Dead Jack story. Um, Nancy Holder and Alan Phillipson. They they have a new character, uh, but I think he's he's uh, appeared in a couple of short stories already called Johnny Fade. Mm-hmm. Who's like a ghost detective? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Um, Jeff Strand, who does a lot of like um, 
humorous horror stories. Did a really funny uh, story uh, on a new character. Um, that's just kind of wild. I mean, I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Joe Lansdale and and Casey Lansdale did a, a story. Um, yeah, tell me why I don't want to give away too much, but oh, no, it's yeah. just about a young girl um, who um, who dies and comes back and has to solve uh, a friend's uh, death in her own. Okay. All right. No, but yeah. Okay. No, but that's good. Uh, is um, I think I mentioned everybody, but Jonathan Mayberry's doing a story, oh, but right. yeah. uh, I don't have any information on that. Okay, that's fine. Also, <laughs> all the stories are in, except for like three of them. So, um, which is cool because usually I've done it the other way around, where I got the stories after the Kickstarter, or most of them. Yes. So most of the book is already finished. Oh, okay. All right, and then. When you when you contacted these writers, and when they got back to you, were some of these writers excited to bring back some of their characters? Like you know, I like did some of them go? You know, I I was always wanted to do a short story, or always wanted to know where they would be. The last time I wrote them, which was maybe ten or twenty years ago. You know? Yeah, because Kevin J. Anderson, I know he loves writing those Dan Shamble uh, books. Uh huh. It wasn't that hard to to get him, uh, and you know he's a he's a big name, and he's got a lot yes. going on. Uh, you know he's involved with the whole Dune series, and I think there's a a new Dune um TV series coming out based on one of his books. Wow. Okay. Dune Sisterhood or okay. something like that. So, um, I would normally figure like he'd be hard to get, but yes. but like Dan Shambles, he, he Dan Shamble. I, I once accidentally said Dan Shambles, and he corrected me. <laughs> <It's> Dan Shamble. <laughs> But he loves doing it. He's like, oh, you don't have to twist my, uh, you know, my arm to do uh, a Dan Shamble story. And um, what he usually does anyway, he he does um, a short story every now and then and then collects them when uh -huh. he has like, 10 of them and he puts out um, an anthology. And weirdly enough, he's at also doing a Kickstarter for the new Dan Shamble oh. novel. And it's, it's, it's launching next week. Oh, my so, God. Um, that was really cool. So he he's promoting that. So he's got a new Dan Shamble novel coming out. I think it's like the ninth one. Mm -hmm. And then you can get our book and get another Dan Shamble um, short story. So it's, this is like I said um, to my publicist, this is going to be the summer of, uh, you know, a weird detectives, <laughs> zombie detectives. So which is I, I, I would love to see it happen, become, you know, the, you know, the zombie detectives become more popular. Oh, yes, that'd be great. And for new listeners, Kevin J. Anderson as James mentioned that, you know, more recently he's been associated more with the um, writing um, more of the Dune books, but also too, back in the 90s, Kevin J. Anderson wrote, you know, a number of Star Wars books to go back and check. Um, you know, he wrote the trilogy, the Jedi, the Jedi Academy, and he also wrote um, three books for the X-Files series. Mm -hmm. um, I remember reading one of them. It was very good. It was really good. Yeah. Well, you know, he actually, there was actually a um, Dan Shamble Kolchak comic book. Oh, I didn't know that. Did. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago. Oh. And um, I think he's going to have that. It's going to be available. It's hard to get. Mm -hmm. But I think he'll have copies of it available through his Kickstarter. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that was cool. Yes, it is. But it's like, oh, no. <laughs> No, 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 James, I'm going to back yours. <laughs> I've already yeah, back, I've already backed like I've already backed one Kickstarter. I know they're going to collect my money in June. I'm going to I like I've already told you through my emails. I'm going to back yours 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I said that's gonna be like a overload. Yes. I think uh, I think it'll be alright because then you know we get to cross promote with with him, which would be cool. And uh, and I'm sure you know when people are fans of stuff like this, like they they want everything, you yes. know. Mm-hmm. So and the books will always be available. Yeah. You don't have to worry. All right. Now I know. Um, now correct me if I'm wrong. There's going to be some interior artwork, um, in in your Kickstarter. May I ask? Um, can you let our listeners know who are the artists going to be doing some of the illustrations in the book? Well, Zach Atkinson, who did um the coloring for Colcheck, mm-hmm. most of the the interior uh, illustrations. He's already done one for um for for Kevin J. Anderson's story, and he did the um. He just did the the Sonia Blue um Nancy Collins story, which I haven't shown. But we did show the um the Dan Chamble one already. And he did one for um what else did he do? He did another oh he did the um the Nick Carter one. Mm-hmm. And that was really awesome. And uh JK Woodward, who also did uh, a couple of stories in the Kolchak uh, graphic novel, he did uh the illustration from my story for the dead Jack uh, nice. story. And it's, it's, it's amazing. So um, we might bring in uh, another artist or two mm-hmm. um, because it's 13 stories. So each story will have a full page illustration mm-hmm. and we'll have the, you know, it'll be kind of like, you know, like in a pulp, it'll be like a kind of like a pulp magazine. So we'll have like the full page illustration with the title of the story and, the, and the blurb and, uh, and the author's name. And then, um, you know, it'd be like kind of like a, like a cover for each story. Um, so mm-hmm. I wanted to, ha- I definitely wanted to have like that. And I, I love that when you have like, you know, like the, I love like the, the, the design of those, those old pulp uh, magazines. So mm-hmm. that integrated the, the artwork with the text. So, um, so far the, the, all the artwork has been amazing. So we'll, um, we'll probably start, um, you know, start showing that during the, the Kickstarter and we'll probably uh, continue having um, like new ones come out every uh, week or so. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty cool. All right. Um, I'm going to start talking. To, I'm going to ask you the question. What are the pledge tiers? Or, you, know, um, like, you know, like I'm still working on it. I don't... Okay. No, no. <laughs> um, but it's basically I'm, you know, I like to keep them simple now. Um you know, obviously, you get the book and the and the ebook, but um, everyone who gets um, everyone who's going to get a a, a print book mm-hmm. will also get a uh, a Dead Detect Society membership card. Oh, nice! Be signed and numbered, so you get to be like a, a junior detective in the in the in the Dead Detective Society. So uh, I'll sign them, and uh, each person will get like a their own number. So I thought that would be cool to do. Um. And we'll have. Um, oh, I'm gonna probably take get the cover, and then um, the cover has five of the characters on it. Yes. So I'm gonna send that around to all of the uh, authors, and have them sign, you know, next to their character. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll have like a that'll probably you know be limited edition. Uh, mm-hmm. um, probably a print. I'm, I'm trying to decide on what size mm-hmm. is best. Uh, so we'll have the five uh, writers that are on the cover. Mm-hmm. Signing their, their characters, we'll have some like that. And like I said, well, I'm trying to get where each author will have their own um, tier where we will they'll have signed books. Oh yes, 
I already have a bunch of Steve Niles, um, Cal McDon- McDonald books. Um, mm-hmm. So a, a few of the authors I also have already uh, said they'll send me books too. So mm-hmm. um, especially with the ones uh, where the characters are already um, been published. So we'll try to make those books available too. Mm-hmm. And there'll be, um, we'll have a t-shirt. Yes. Well, no, you can see that, but I'm wearing the t-shirt. Yes, I, I sorry, I know this is audio. <laughs> yes, that, I was gonna point that out. It's like you already have a t-shirt already made. I already got the t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> nice. I love the t-shirt. So um so yeah, well you have the t-shirt and um and uh I don't know. We'll, we'll I'll try to figure out um anything else, but I like to keep it simple because I think when you have too many rewards, uh, people get confused. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I look at Kickstarters and they have so much stuff and you can keep scrolling down the page. Yes. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, and we have this, and and wait, there's more, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as long as um, it's the book and um, a couple of signed things and uh, and a cool T-shirt and poster, I think uh, I think we're good. And I'll and I'll have like my all my dead Jack books will be available, and you'll probably be able to also be able to pick up um as add-ons the the cold check books mm-hmm. and all the other stuff and like the Shakespeare and least um stuff if you miss those kickstarters. Okay, that's pretty. Um. I know if you can't talk about it, that's fine. I, I know you already mentioned that you want to try to keep, you know, keep the Kickstarter, you know, simple. I'm just asking, you know, are you toying around with the idea or do you have something in mind where it's a, you're going to have some bonus content that would be unlocked if the original pledge goal is met or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I actually forgot about that. Um, yeah. So the idea is to do um, a magazine. Uh-huh. Like I said, so since it's like a pulp uh, inspired book, I want to do um, a magazine called Monstrous Ma- Magazine after my publishing company. Um, so it would be like a 40 page uh, digest size magazine. And um, in there, I just want to have like a blend of of comics and yeah. and short stories. Um, I mean, I'm still working on that. So I, I well, so I'm hoping that we'll get like some um some reprints mm-hmm. of like old pulp stuff. Um, I'm hoping to get at least one comic mm-hmm. in there, and then maybe um, some articles, like essays about, um, you know, pulp and and and, and like the history of that. So um, that right now is kind of in flux. So I'm trying to get that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that would be really cool to do. And the idea would be that the magazine would continue. Nice. So, so with each of my Kickstarters, we'll do a new issue of that magazine, yeah. and the, that magazine would would coincide with the with the the Kickstarter. Oh, that's good. That's and really that's, nice. Yeah. So, I, hopefully, I can get that together, and um, it's just a matter of just trying to figure out what the content's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, thank you for letting me know about this. Thank you very much. Um, do you want to give? Shout outs to people who helped you on this book, like other behind the scenes, you know. Um, I think I mentioned everybody. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, other than Hannah and uh, David, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> promotion who, who are amazing, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that that's pretty. I think yeah, that's uh, there's probably somebody I am forgetting, and then uh, oh. you know, I'll remember uh, later on. No, but. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, like I said, Zach Atkinson's been amazing with all all his the artwork that he's done uh, so mm-hmm. far. 
um john jennings um cover is like that's probably the best cover i think I, i've had it, it, mm -hmm. it's it's really amazing yeah so um i mean it's possible we can bring in some other people but i don't know mm -hmm. yet or because we're still you know i do have most of the stories uh, in but um you know uh i still have some a lot of artwork that we need so yes so we might we might we might bring some new people in Okay. But but so far I think yeah that's uh that this is the team so far. Okay. But it sounds pretty cool because you already like you said you already got the most of the stories in. You already have, you know, you already have you already have your um your foundation set already. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because well this is my fourth Kickstarter um or fifth. I don't even remember. Uh so I'm I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting better at it and it's hard to put the Kickstarter together and, and, and put the book together at the same time. Mm -hmm. Only what we do. So you, you run the campaign and while you're running the campaign, your stories are coming in and you're trying to also assemble the book mm -hmm. and it's really chaotic. So I wanted to try to um, not do that. And mm -hmm. as much as the book done first mm -hmm. and do the Kickstarter, because my, you know, when I do the Kickstarter, it's, I, my, my philosophy is always that, the book's going to come out no matter what. And we're mm -hmm. just doing the Kickstarter really to kind of promote it and to expand on it. Mm -hmm. But it's not like, um, I don't want it to be like, well, if we don't hit our funding goal, the book just disappears and then we forget that idea and then we, we try to do something else. Yeah. So I'm committed to the book or the project. It's like, it's going to happen. Um, but the Kickstarters do help a lot in um, in expanding them, especially with Kolchak. Kolchak was supposed to be a much smaller book. Mm -hmm. uh, we weren't going to do all those other editions, but yes. because the Kickstarter was so successful, we were able to 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 add more stories and more add uh, more artists and more artwork and and uh, other additions and and add on and stuff. So I don't like the idea of just being like being so reliant on Kickstarter that if the Kickstarter doesn't work, then you know you throw the whole project out the out the window and and you mm -hmm. still you, you invest you have to invest money in the Kickstarter beforehand mm -hmm. so it wouldn't make sense if you weren't committed and then you know if that kickstarter fails you lose all the money yeah. and uh, and often you do have the stories already written too so mm -hmm. i don't know what you would do with them so you you kind of have to be committed to it mm -hmm. and i'm going to say a very good point with the um koshak kickstarter because and correct me if i'm wrong because when you guys hit your goal i remember seeing an um an email from the Koshak Kickstarter saying, hey, we added Gabriel Hardman to, you know, he now we can include his story and you know, which was really which was a very good twist on the Bigfoot um myth. Yeah. I loved it. That was a nice twist. Yeah, that was a really cool story. All right. Um my understanding that and like you spoke about because this is a passion project of yours. Um, um what was the most fun or exciting thing that you love working on this camp on this particular campaign? Hmm. I mean, there've been so many cool things that kind of just popped up and um, like the new characters, like um, John Jennings, Saul Wen character. I'm really like interested in seeing um, that story and how it develops. Yes. What I didn't mention is that this is going to be a series. So it's going to be the first book. So the idea is that to do a book every year, so we can continue um, stories from these characters. Yes. And uh, bring in 
you know, uh, every, uh, you know, every time we do a book, we'll, we'll bring in new uh, characters. And then we'll also have the old characters, you know, um, you know, new stories there. So I like to see it continue. Mm-hmm. So if I saw when, which is, which I think is going to be really aw- awesome character. It'd be really interesting to see it develop and, and, and uh, hopefully, you know, there are 10 books in the series, you know, and then we have, you know, be really cool for that character. And um, David Avalone's Nick Carter uh, story is amazing. It's like this really cool, like action pack, very pulpy, mm-hmm. like very much like, like from like the, you know, that, that era. Um, so I, I definitely see that continuing and mm-hmm. he said he, he's interested in doing more stories. So it, uh, I think it'd be really cool especially for the new characters to see them kind of like, you know, be created and kind of grow and become a franchise of their own. Yes. And if this is successful, I would love to do a dead detective society comic or, or even a series. Cause I think it would, it works really well uh, as a comic. So um, that's really exciting to see the new characters come out and uh, be developed. And, 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 and I'd love to see where they go. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. Um, what it, the thing I love about this campaign is that it gives me a readers a taste of the character, you know, the certain characters like you know Nancy Collins, Sonia Blue, um, your dead Jack character. This anthology is going to give me a little taste of these characters, and also to other readers too, and also to and like you said, you know, um, like Steve Niles is, you know, there's going to be a tier where, you know, not only to um get the um dead detective society but if people want to check out his his older series they have an opportunity to do it in this kickstarter campaign you know right or if i'm just and you know forgive me for things but or if not they're going you know Ani can get the dead society's kickstarter book but i know steve niles have wrote this character maybe i can look either go through amazon go through ebooks or or go to my you know use bookstore to see if they have back you know a used copy for me to check out. I think that's just- yeah. Like I said, the, it's really cool to see like the new characters and how they grow. But then the older characters, I'd like to see them get promoted, and then people go back and say, "Okay, let me read these Dan Shamble books and and the Cal McDonald uh, stories and and uh, Sonia Blue. Sonia Blue is also um in uh I think several comics. Yes. Um, and then the the their their novels and short stories. So. Yeah, Nancy's had her um, in like every medium so far. So, um, yeah, a lot of them have been in comics. Dan Chamberlain, like I said, it was in in um, the Culture comic, and mm-hmm. the Cal McDonald is in prose and in comics, and mm-hmm. um, Sonia Bull. So, um, yeah, well, like I said, it would be cool to do a comic too. But, but yeah, I mean, I would like to see people then go back and um, you know check out the um, the other books. Um, so, hopefully, like I said, um, it's um, something that kind of um, promotes this whole genre and promotes everybody's characters. All right. Um, James, I'm going to start moving on because I want to start promoting your other works that are available on your website. Um, as we mentioned before, the Koshak graphic novel, again, congratulations. Um, you. Now, you know, for listeners, um, you know, Koshak, the Night Stalker was created by Jeff Rice. Koshak was originally introduced in an unpublished novel called The Koshak Papers. Koshak was played magnificently by Darren McGavin. Um, it, uh, and, the, and Koshak first appeared in the TV movie called The Night Stalker, 
then the Night Strangler, and finally became a TV series that lasted one season. This show became a cult classic and has a huge influence on the X-Files. As I've already talked to James already, you know, I have this graphic novel and I love it. The thing I love about the graphic novel is that it covers Koshak's life from his days as a high school reporter. You see the origins of him wearing that light blue suit and also that straw hat. And it covers and it covers his whole lifespan to the, his last story in the 2000s. Now, James, I'm going to ask, do you want to add anything to this, to anything that I mentioned about this or? Well, Kolchak is, um, we won the Rondo Hatton, but we're also up for the uh, Bram Stoker um, next month. Well, I don't know when it's going to air, but uh, during StokerCon, that's when they 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 give out the awards for the, the Stokers. And that's June 15th or something. Uh-huh. So um, we're nominated for Best Graphic Novel there. So that's that would be really cool to win. Um as of now, the the Ringos just ended uh, their voting. I think last night, mm-hmm. um, so it'd be cool to get more awards. But um, but to go back to Dead Detective Society, a <laughs> lot of it was kind of inspired by Kolchak because uh, I had so much fun doing the Kolchak uh, book uh, that I wanted to do something more like that. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the characters, especially like my, my Dead Jack and Dan Shamble, are very much in in like the spirit of Kolchak. It's kind of that fun um horror um and you know deals with like mysteries and and uh these uh these cases uh like like the the ones that uh Kolchak would stumble upon so it was it's like that it's and that's how I describe it to a lot of the writers I said you know you know write the stories like kind of in that fun kind of yes. Kolchak uh style mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um so if you like Kolchak I think you're definitely gonna like like this I mean maybe one day we can get Kolchak in there and uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. Um, Monsters Unleash. Um, you've already um, briefly described it. Um, because and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's um, it's uh, it's an it's an anthology, and it's um, it, uh, um, it's new original it's original stories, right? Like that covers like Frankenstein, um, the headless. I was surprised the headless horseman, yes. um, Dracula. Um, and then, um, you know, do you want to add anything to that? Like what else, what other short stories it covers and, and who wrote some of these stories? Well, that was all new stories based on the, the classic monsters of, uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, the Wolfman. Um, so there's 29 stories in that book. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. 450 page book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's huge. Um, so we have several Dracula stories. Um, we have one by um, Daker Stoker, who's the great grandnephew of Bram Stoker. He wrote a, nice. um, mm-hmm. a Dracula story, and he's written um, along with uh, Leopard Butts and, and other people. Uh, he's he's continued with like the, the Dracula um, stories. Um, now I'm going to forget. Now that's going back like 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 two years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Mayberry did a really cool uh, Doctor Moreau. Uh, story oh, like a sequel to Dr. Moreau. Um, but I think we got uh pretty much every major um classic monster in there. We have stories based on um the invisible man, mm-hmm. the fly. Yeah, um, some of them are in public domain, so you know, we don't we don't mention any names or anything, so they're more uh inspired by or, or based on 
um, did a story based on the blob too. So it's, that's a really fun anthology. Oh my God, wow. Uh, we, have a, we have a Wild West Dracula story, which, mm -hmm. which Dracula is in the is in in the in in the Wild West in like the 19th century, and uh, he he comes across um, I think Sitting Bull and uh, Wild Wild Bill, and that's that's written by um, Al Going Back, and it's, mm -hmm. that's a really story. And we have some really cool art in that book too. Wow, man, I I have to check that. When you mentioned the Blob, there's a Blob short story in that. I'm kind of yeah, going, that's a fun story. Oh. That's from uh, Linda Addison. Oh, I gotta check that out now. All right. Let's move on because if not, man, I'm going to be buying all your books already. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Shakespeare Unleashed. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I know this anthology is based on works. Um, how do I? Um, it it's um short stories. That's there. It's kind of like um adapt. Like some somewhere adapted to like modern. You know, like for. Or help me with this. Uh... Yeah, we 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 did many different types of ways. So it's the horror stories that are based on Shakespeare's works. Yes, thank some you. of them are sequels. Some of them are prequels. Mm -hmm. Some of them are are just inspired by or or, or based on. So the the more like a modern retelling of say Romeo and Juliet, but yes. as a horror story. Mm -hmm. um, so. I mean, uh, what I like to do is like to do it every type of way you could reimagine it or or mix it up. Mm -hmm. So we did the same thing with like classic Monsters Unleashed. Um, we could have just said let's just just do all sequels to to those stories mm -hmm. or something like that. But then I leave it up to the writers, and sometimes you get a story that's like, um, you know, very much like let's say Hamlet, and then you have something that's like that's not so much like Hamlet, but you can see like it has like the, the plot points and um yes. it, it's more in like the spirit of that. So um that book came out really well. I mean I, I, I was a little worried because I thought maybe it'd be a little kind of like too um out there. Mm -hmm. Um but it's very unusual and it's mm -hmm. very interesting. Uh the stories um are really it's very consistently uh you know because a lot of good um a lot of anthologies is like only a couple of stories are, are good, but here it's it's really like it was kind of like like the Kolchak book. All stories are really good. Yes, um, but they're definitely it's very interesting uh, how you know the different takes on it. So, like I said, you could see uh, all these the different ways that the writers uh, kind of played with Shakespeare. Um, yes. So, and that's going to come out in July. Okay. If, well, if you back the, the the Kickstarter, you'll. You, we already got the ebooks already out for mm -hmm. the back, and um, I'm I'm just waiting for the for the hardcovers to come in. Oh, okay, and then um, I'm just gonna run through some names that have contributed to Shakespeare Unleashed. Um, Ian um, Dosher, because he's yeah. the author who also did the Star Wars Star Wars Shakespeare thing. He did Star Wars Shakespeare. He did uh, um, Avengers Shakespeare. I have that book. It's a really cool book. Uh, mm -hmm. So he does, uh, he does all these different versions of Shakespeare. Like um, I think he did um, Back to the Future Shakespeare. That's uh, right. Yes. Uh, I think there's a Clueless Shakespeare. <laughs> he's done a ton of them, uh, and they're really fun. You know, mm -hmm. so he's really good at it. So I said, had to get this guy to do this, um, mm -hmm. and he did. So we did. Um, 
it's like a horror sequel to Twelfth Night. Um, mm-hmm. He does it, you know, as a Shakespearean play. He does it as, you know, in Shakespeare's language, mm-hmm. and it's formatted all like 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 a play. So it's it, it's really cool. So that that's a that's a really good. That was a hell of a thing to try to format that for the ebook. <laughs> all the, the formatting, but we got it uh, working, and and it looks really good in the print book too. And and that's a really uh crazy story. And uh, so yeah, like like so Shakespeare, like I said, it, and when we have sonnets in there too, so we have like horror sonnets. Yes. In between the the, the stories, so mm-hmm. so it's it's a really fun book. Uh. And listeners, I did, you know, I I remember now this is a, when, depends when you listen to this interview, um, because I interviewed James literally about a month ago to talk about, to promote Kolshak and Shakespeare Unleashed. Um, James was nice enough to send me um, an advanced um, review copy. I've read a couple stories. um, And again, it's not, it's, the stories are retelling um, a retelling of some of Shakespeare's plays, but in a story format. It's not the, it's not in the, I guess, the old English style verbiage or anything like. Right. That. Some of them yeah. are, but yeah. He is, um, but it's still not as um, as difficult as like reading Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. He is more like, accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, some people write in it's kind of in that vein, but none of it's like like Shakespeare where you have to get um, you know, you have to have a guide and and and, and you know every every other line you're looking at it and go, what what does this mean? Um mm-hmm. so it's definitely you you'll you understand it. It's not um in that um because I know a lot some people were kind of like, Well, I don't I'm not really into Shakespeare or you know, the language, but but you, you yeah, this is they're modern um, you know, um it's it, it's you, you. I don't think you have a difficult time reading any of the stories. But I mean, look if you if you're a Shakespeare fan, you you'll probably enjoy it in a different way because mm-hmm. there there are tons of like Easter eggs and references to um, to Shakespeare. And James, I've already mentioned this to you in a previous interview that one of those short stories that I love by J. G. Um, Faraday 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 Faraday. I think. Okay. Um. A timeless tragedy. I love that story because it's it's uh, it's almost in the similar vein of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I'm not gonna like say anything else. Story, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it was great. So, all right, James, I'm gonna start wrapping things up. Um, I I know you already mentioned you're considering going to, you're thinking about going to WonderCon to pick up your award. Yeah. I'm just I'm just asking, you know, um, do you think you might have a table there or anything at WonderCon? I, I'm just asking. No, because I'm probably if I go, I'm just going to shoot over there and then go to the ceremony and probably try to get back because StokerCon is the week the the next weekend. Yes. So I'm already like set to go there. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a wild week if I do yeah. end up driving to Kentucky and then I have to come back to new york and then the next weekend i'm driving to pittsburgh oh god <laughs> so that's gonna be crazy that's right. okay all right um do you have um i'm just asking do you have any store signing or con appearance lined up for this year it'll probably be too late for this but i'm at cradle con in long island new york um 
May 20th and 21st. Okay, I'll, I'll push that. I'll promote that on Twitter. Yeah. Might be at WonderCon. Yeah. <laughs> StokerCon. And um, I might be going to some convention in, in uh, Colorado in um, September. Oh, that'd be nice. The Car Fest or something it's called. So, yeah. But that's uh, that's all I got lined up so far. Oh, okay. All right. Do you have any closing words to our listeners? Uh, well, support uh, Dead Detective Society. So um, I'm hoping to make that a series. And I would really love to make it a comic book. Um, so that'd be cool. And it'd be really cool to see everybody, uh, you know, commenting on uh, on the Kickstarter. And uh, I, like, I, I love interacting with the backers and stuff. So that's cool. All right, James, thank you very much for your time. And mahalo for giving me another opportunity to interview. Thank you very much, James. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. It's, it's always fun. Oh, thank you. And then, James, I wish you all the success with the Dead Detective Society Kickstarter. So thank you. You have already, like, you know, we've exchanged emails. You know, you already have, you know, you already got one backer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the backers we can get, yeah. Okay. I also want to thank um, Hannah of Super Fan Promotions for help setting this this interview. Hannah, thank you very much, and thank you for the advanced um, press release on this. Now, if you are an avid reader like me who loves to read everything from science fiction, horror, comics, to even nonfiction books, please check out Dead Society Kickstarter. This campaign starts on May 31st and ends on June 22nd. Um, and I'm being real, I'm being serious. Um, you know, if you have a friend who, you know, who loves, you know, these, um, who loves um, the horror genre, you know, and loves these um, pulpy detective stories, this would make a great gift to either your friend or a loved one. It, you know, this is, this would be a great gift for them. And as I already told James, I'm definitely backing this project. So, yes. So, um, so if you guys get a chance, please check out the campaign. Um, I want to thank Drew, the host of Comics for Fun and Profit, for putting this episode together. Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I thank you, the listener. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha. Reason 365,422 to support us on Patreon. Our server, time to pay the bill, and it was a doozy. And under normal circumstances, it would have caused quite an issue, but because of our patrons, we had money in our account, and we were able to quickly move that over, pay our dues, and get our account turned back on. We appreciate our patrons, so please head over to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and support us at any level to keep the lights on. Literally figuratively keep the lights on and we appreciate those of you who do thank you so much